Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's the 25th of October. Um, I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Andrew is at the Ring the Bell ceremony for Guanajuato Silver, which today uh, joins the Aquas Stock Exchange. So it's now uh, dual listed in London and Canada. Uh, Paul, how are you doing? I am all right. Thank you. How are you? Yep, very well, thanks. Yep, all good. Um, should we just start off with a quick, well, congratulations to, to G Silver. Um, Paul, any any thoughts there? Well, it'd be nice, it is nice that they've got this dual listing now and now to uh, demonstrate that there is a, some good trading volume, I think, to be had uh, for a uh, silver producer, primary silver producer in London. Uh, so uh, besides Fresneo, something that's uh, smaller and more attuned to retail uh, uh, capital and small institutional inve investment. So uh, we wish them good luck and we by all means encourage uh, investors and listeners out there to contact their brokers and uh, ask to be able to trade uh, G Guanajuato Silver on their platform. Yeah, primary silver uh, exposure is pretty hard to come by in London. You mentioned Fresneo. Um, there's really very little else. Hochschild Adriatic Metals has um, a reasonable byproduct credit but in terms of you know silver production um there's certainly nothing in the small and mid cap space that has a meaningful um quantum of production so this is is quite an exciting new new company particularly with its uh, growth profile and the the recent cost cutting that they've been doing Yes, that's right. Uh, and uh, the, the pace that they're making here really exemplary at this point in time. Uh, yeah. So plenty to look forward to there. Uh, right. Moving on. Uh, we've got some strong assay results out from Prime Mining this this morning, Paul, um, from the Guadeloupe uh, area of the Los Reyes project. Yeah, released on the TSX uh, after our announcements yesterday, uh, but Prime Mining, uh, Shanghai Mining Club member, VSA client, Los Reyes project uh, down in Mexico. These are drill results uh, released from the Guadalupe area, and, and essentially what they do, continue to co confirm and expand the resource potential on the Guadalupe ore body uh, along strike and depth uh, and down plunge. And they are thick intervals. They have nice grades uh, as well. So they do represent what would uh, quite uh, probably be underground component of development after uh, the open pit extraction in due course. And uh, we're looking at uh, intervals and grades like uh, 23 grams gold, 2,500 grams silver over a meter and a half, six grams gold, 900 grams silver over four meters uh, as examples. So very good looking there. Yeah, those are some of the highest grade um, sections, but also um, some thick intercepts with, you know, solid middle, middle of the road grades with sort of 10, 17 meter sort of intercepts. So encouraging wits for underground mining um yes that's right because with the mineralized wall rock over such a thickness is uh, amenable to, to nice bulk extraction methods uh, uh mechanized mining 
Yeah, and still uh, still 78 holes outstanding in this phase of uh, drilling um, with a new resource expected H1 next year. So that's the big milestone to come. But, you know, based on everything they've uh, published over the last 18 months, we should expect a significant upgrade in total ounces there. Yes, that's right. Um couple of quarterly or half-year results or from Jubilee and uh, BASE. Any thoughts on those, Paul? Yeah, BASE resources. I think it's important to point out there that the showing stable production from the Kuali Mineral Sands operation uh, there. Uh, so pretty steady as she goes, and they have managed to extend the life of the quality operation a little bit, uh, as they announced in this press release. It gets extended out into late 2024 now, but they still have not uh, agreed uh, the final uh, consent with the Madagascar uh, government on the uh, really big uh, and uh, the future of the company, the Toliara uh, Mineral Sands Project on the island of Madagascar. And as a result, it just looks to me like the quali operation will be depleted and mined out before they have the Toliara project uh, completed in operation. So that it is discouraging, I would say, for shareholders and management alike that there will be that production gap. Okay. Um, and, uh, and Jubilee? With the Jubilee, pretty much a recap of all the progress that they had made this year, um, particularly with the, the production uh, of uh, 41,500 ounces of PGMs and one and a quarter million tons of chrome, 2,600 tons of copper now added to their uh, production profile with the Zambia operations now up and running. Uh, they also have... Uh, reached the nameplate uh, capacity on the Zambia um, uh, concentrator as of uh, last month. So uh, it's this year when we should see a really dramatic profile increase in their revenue and, and volumes produced. The revenue in the past year was up 5.4% to $140 million in sterling. So and they have a nice positive cash, uh, net cash position and only $5.3 million uh, of uh, long-term debt. So it's 2022-23, I think, which is going to look really interesting on a revenue basis for Jubilee. Very good. Um, there was also a call yesterday afternoon with Imeris announcing their lithium strategy. Uh, Imeris obviously have um, significant interest in Cornwall, which is why we want to uh, listen in, mainly for their uh, China clay, Kalin production down there. Um, their lithium strategy is going to start, though, focused on their Beauvoir Kalin project in France. So it does sound pretty similar to um, the, the, the geology of, of Cornwall um, with a, uh, an open pit Kalin mine at surface. Um, and they're going to be building an underground operation underneath that to extract the lithium from the micas um, associated with the granite. Underneath, they're targeting a 34,000 tonne a year lithium hydroxide um, project. Um, they've identified a resource with grades of about 0.9% Li2O. Um, so that's 
somewhat higher than what's been reported in in Cornwall, which is why they've chosen to focus their efforts in France first um, before moving elsewhere. But they're looking at deploying about a billion dollars of capex, which looks to be between the mine and initial processing plant by the mine and then a conversion plant in a um, industrial zone that's yet to be chosen. It does also have tin and tantalum credits which are included into in the seven to nine thousand euro per kilogram cash cost they've announced. Um, but pretty interesting to see that they're making a serious push into lithium. Um, but you know, it looks like they're going to take it fairly slowly, not looking to get into production for four or five years. Um, and the second part of the strategy is once they get this uh, processing more advanced, they will, they're will reviewing the rest of their portfolio for its lithium potential, which I would imagine would include Cornwall. Yes, and uh, being in France, I think that's the most significant uh, French project for lithium that uh, you, you mentioned there. Um, so it'll be interesting how the government uh, treats uh, lithium going forward. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. They mentioned some initial possibility of government uh, support, but as I say, it's some some way of production. So um, to see meaningful support, it'll uh, it'll be a while yet. Um, okay, Paul, we've covered loads this morning, so I think we'll call it a day there. Yep, and have a good LME week. <laughs> you too. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks.